previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. Ship fight, ship, ship fight, ship fight, ship fight. Ship fight. Yeah, so I throw the corgi that I have. <laughs> I throw it into the water. <laughs> oh, no. And you see a reef shark come out of the water. You just hear Jet yell, You murdered my dog, you monster. Does anybody want a tattoo? Tattoo, we are coming on, like, his ass or something. Whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that, Dog killer right across his face. I think that after this guy is tattooed, you know, she's sent a message okay. to Anamique, to <laughs> the booty pirates, to the Mayak religion. Sure. To everyone. Yeah. Benny's crazy. <laughs> sent a message to no one. She doesn't know that. She thinks that she sent a message. Okay. Okay. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM and I don't want to see any fucking H&M. Oh my god. Wait, what happened? With- it's like she forgot where she fucking came from. For real. Uh, what? It's Drag Race UK. I, I knew some people wouldn't get oh, it. Oh, okay. Don't tell me because I'm actually watching that right now. I'm going to tell you right Shut now. Shut the front Rupaul door. said it to one of the you girls. Uh, hi, my name is Katie. Uh... I play a fighter, and uh, I'm getting new foster bunnies this weekend. Oh, yeah. And they're babies. Oh, stop. So I'm very excited. Just pushing new that bunnies. Katie is baby agenda. Yeah. I'm here for I love it. it. Yep. <laughs> My name is Brandon. I play Tara Deck, an illusion wizardess. If that's, is, that, is that offensive? Should I say wizard instead? Is that like gender fuckery? I mean... No. Tara's she her, isn't she? Yeah. Yes. But like wizardess seems like women can't be but anyway, um for breakfast I ate a whole bag of gummy worms. And that's called self care. Congratulations. Wow. Yes, you keep that skinny tight twink body. <laughs> mm, I haven't had a solid bowel movement in weeks. <laughs> the dream. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, same but for different reasons. <laughs> You know what? I've changed my mind. I do not want to be after Brandon anymore. (laughs) Hi, my name is Tisha, and I haven't eaten gummy worms in quite a while, but I'm curious as to how they taste. That's it. Oh, my. Um, Hi, I'm Jonathan. I play Eve, and I do cry after orgasm because I like to experience release both physically and emotionally. So it goes from oh daddy to oh daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Mary Chrysler. (laughs) And what's oh the menu today? What's oh we have um I do have a question about fostering bunnies really quick. Oh yeah. Don't bunnies eat baby bunnies? So isn't that like an issue with your big bunnies? Like will chicken eat Okay baby bunnies? It is, but uh chicken's a brat. Wait. Big bunnies eat little bunnies? Yep. Yeah. No, no, no. 
I mean, in the wild, maybe, but chicken just is a biter. Like she fights and bites other rabbits. Like there's no friendly, curious interaction to start with. And then it goes bad. It just immediately goes bad. And so chicken is the only bunny that has physical interaction, even as a possibility with the foster, like Star and Lenny are in the living room. They stay in the living room. A lot of like, uh, small, furry, cute creatures like rabbits and, and guinea pigs and stuff will eat their children if they're left in the same. Which brings us to our question. Would you eat a small hamster? Oh, my God. That's definitely not our question. You monster. Um, our, um, our actual factual question today is coming from Picky Chick 23 <clears throat> If you could be on a podcast not about D&D, what would you talk about? What Whatever the fuck I wanted I... to talk about because it's my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about yours. whatever you, I want to talk Katya. about. I, yes, and y- it's yes. not yours. Um, I have their book. I love them. Okay. I think the the most effective way to go by, to go to go through this question is for you all to like look at your current podcast and then tell us like the top three that you listen to, and then we would tell you each other. How about this? We would tell each other what podcast we think they should do. Okay. Okay. I mean, podcasts that are non D and D related. Yes. Sure. Okay, that are non D. Uh, then I don't have any podcasts. My pod. I only listen to gay D and D podcasts. That's it. I don't read anymore. I've replaced my fantasy genre books with. <laughs> Gay D and D. Katie's podcast would be about would would be about <laughs> carrying hay upstairs, like in the muscles that it's used, and carrying different types of grain up the stairs. It'd be called Hey Girl. And it'd oh, be so. oh my god! Oh. How to be a vegan prepper, but not like weird about it. Oh my! <laughs> but not be a colon, but it. not weird about it. Yeah. In a so, city, like I'll go first. In- so, um, I, I'm currently listening to The Read, which is uh, two black so queer people that go over, like, um, basically uh, popular news. Then I have Food for Thought, which is for queer writers uh, who talk about sex and books. And then I have uh, Committed, which is about weird... Um, relationships that are non-typical and how they get through it and stay committed to each other. So what do you think my podcast would be about if I were to have one? I think it would be kind of similar to the read where it would be more of like a gay take on pop culture. Yes, that's exactly what I'm going. Actually, like, if I were to do a podcast, that's exactly what I would do. Also, I love Kid Fury. He's hysterical. Oh, my God. Hysterical. Hilarious. So funny. So quick. (laughs) I could never. I mean, Crystal is, too. Don't get me wrong. I love The Read. That's one of my podcasts that I listen to, too. Yes. That's probably the only pop culture podcast that I listen to, actually, is The Read. It's really good. I, I more watch YouTube videos of that, though. You know what I mean? Like... You just don't like podcasts. Is that what it is? <laughs> like, honestly, the only time I listen to podcasts is when I'm cleaning. Like, I listen to podcasts when I do dishes. It's just something to keep my brain busy while my hands are busy. I hear you. Um, I, would, I feel that. I would say that 
that Jonathan's podcast that he would do would be an interview with people who are more interesting than him. I felt that. I feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, not that you aren't interesting, but yeah. you would find people that are more extreme than you in in whatever flavor. You know, food for thought in type of way, but you're just interviewing them. Um, the Horcast. Have you ever <gasps> uh, heard of that? No, but I want to listen to it, though. Okay. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking of I'm Jonathan doing a an interview podcast where he's like, "Hi, I'm Jonathan. I am black. I am gay. I am feminine. I am whoever you want me to be. Right? Like this is me, uh, and I'm going to be interviewing people in the community that have things to say that might not have voices being heard." And you're going to interview people who are, you know, in, in, in just like a minority section of maybe sexual deviancies, maybe just uh, racial politics, whatever. You're just going to do a podcast of you asking them all questions and learning about who they are. I love that. I could see myself doing that. Yeah. What about you, Tisha? Mm-hmm. What are your top three? My top three are The Daily, which is a political podcast um, where it's it's very they try to be non-biased. But I mean, to be honest, isn't all news biased towards the left because. Hello, it's the truth. Have have a fucking heart. If you have a heart, it's biased towards the left. Apparently. Like literally, if you care about your neighbor, then you're automatically a leftist. Right. <laughs> um, the Horcast, which is one that I just talked about, and Food for Thought, which is one that you mentioned. So those are my top three that aren't D&D related. Okay. Shit. Hold on. Give me a second, because I need to think about what kind of podcast you would run. I feel like Tisha's podcast would be named Tofu and IPAs. <gasps> oh, that's so cute. So, see, I, I just want Tisha to do a podcast about food and IPAs. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. It's a request. Yeah. And you would, you would literally talk about, like, food and culture. I mean, but that's just based off of who I am as a person, not based off of the podcast I listen to. But see, no. I'm kind of, I, I was going to say, I'm kind of basing it off of who you are as a person as well. Most Mostly. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Based off of the podcast that you listen to, though, then, I mean, honestly, I would put you in the same category as me. Mm-hmm. Like, you would Let's find do people. it, Jonathan. We, it, Let's is do this, it. Is this, a, is this a partnership that we're forming right now? Yeah. Let's... It's, isn't it a Patreon stretch goal? Like, Oh, yeah. The Patreon oh, yeah. stretch goal is for us to do a pop culture podcast. Yeah. We're just trying to push our own agenda here, folks. Look, listen to us 24 hours a day. We have great voices. We see amazing things. Our pre-gosses are always filled with a diverse range of subjects. Oh, Lord. Ranging from unclogging pipes to unclogging pipes. So. <laughs> Honestly, our pre is so much fun to edit because it's just the most ridiculous fucking subject changes. Um, speaking of amazing... My podcast would probably be about... Well, no, you got to tell us your top three. We tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My top three that aren't D&D related Mm -hmm. are My Brother, My Brother and Me, Mm -hmm. My Favorite Murder, 
and this game is broken, which is a like a board game comedy podcast. Oh my! It's basically, you're a nerd. Yeah, exactly. Serial killers and nerds. I do love <laughs> Mabim Bam. Like Brandon and I have very similar podcast taste. I think. Right, and I I started with those, mm. and then I just really liked the D and D podcasts when they were gay, and I'm like, wait, why can't I just consume more gay content? And I've been trying. <laughs> it's just really hard. You know where you could consume more gay content? Our network, uh, which is called yeah. Be Gay Roll Dice. And there are tons of gay TTRPG podcasts in Be Gay Roll Dice. There's so many. Nice. Podcasts such as uh, such Goblets and Gays or Sword Group. of Symphonies. Swords and Symphonies, yes. Um, Brandon, for you, the podcast I would... I would pick you for and I would listen to is you just basically doing your your voice just as it is like it's just perfect and saying so today we're gonna talk about just give me the synopsis of every anime ever and you're gonna talk about the first season of Hunter x Hunter like oh my god every season is a different fucking show Right, exactly. So you give, in in each episode, in each podcast episode, you give the synopsis of a different anime. And I would listen to it in your voice, but you'd have to do your deep, like, hi, I'm Brandon, and today I'm going to give you the synopsis of of, uh, Food Wars. Definitely (laughs) put Brandon in, like, a niche like area so like definitely anime definitely cosplay definitely like games but i feel like brandon wouldn't just talk about things i think he would do ratings and reviews i think that's where you yeah like, like like you're so thoughtful about things so i think that you would totally like like go go get the thing go go get the latest item like read everything about it and then give like a really solid review of it. And then like at the end of the year, you would take all of this category of this thing. Like maybe it's like action RPGs or like maybe it's like action anime or something like that. And then you would rank, like have a yearly at the end of the year, like rank all of them best to worst. Okay. Send me uh, free games and like, (laughs) Early access to episodes and I'll review shit. <laughs> I'm an influencer. I'm an Essie, yeah. Oh there my you go, God. bitch. <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely what I was like. That's definitely what I get from you. Yeah, I'm a big fat nerd. That's fair. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think we definitely nailed Brandon on his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, I'd listen to you just give me a synopsis of like a 10 minute synopsis of each episode of any particular anime. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have time to watch anime and keep up with the cool kids. But. Right. But Brandon does. And let's hear him. give <laughs> there it, to it is. Us. Just, just catch me up on <laughs> but it. Brandon's sad. It doesn't have time for anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to quit my dreams of being an architect to be a <laughs> full time, <laughs> full time anime critic, full time anime critic. God, I wish. <laughs> right. Or you can somehow work your anime criticisms into your architecture. Here's why the building design in this, like, action RPG is shit. 
And oh this corner God. of the building we call the plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's shade. What about you, Chris? What are your top three? So my top podcasts are the No Sleep podcast, which is horror fiction. I listen to Mabim Bam quite a bit, My Brother, My Brother, and Me. So my other podcast that I listen to weekly is called Molecast, but it's in Dutch, so I don't know if we can count that. Small Town Murder, okay. Creepy. I listen to horror fiction or real life, like true crime. My favorite murder. You, I love all that stuff. You listen to a podcast that is in Dutch? Yeah. Look, I'm a fucking nerd and I'm learning Dutch and it's a podcast that talks about a TV show that I watch. So yeah, obsessed. I love that. So y- I you love don't it. fully speak Dutch, but you listen to a podcast in a language you don't completely understand. Yeah, I don't speak it very well. I can underst- I can kind of comprehend what's going on. I know enough words to piece things together, and I've been watching Dutch shows for long enough that I'm kind of getting it. But I, if you ask me to speak it directly to you, I've got very few words in my arsenal. Yeah, that's yes. fair. That's how I. That's how I am with Dutch as well. I can get there. Like I can. I can. If what I if it? I wanted to slowly talk right. to you, I could. You, you have the ba- you have the Germanic base. Yeah. Of the language. What is Dutch like? Is that like Leif Erikson? Dutch. <laughs> The, what? What? Hinga dinga no. dargen. Hinga hinga dargen. If you go to Belgium, if you go to Belgium, you'll hear it. It's a, just a West yeah. Germanic language. But it's Germanic, so if you have the basis of Germanic languages, you could catch what they're saying. I think Chris's podcast would be like about different cultures, but he'd talk about it in their language and he would switch back and forth. He would oh. he would speak about it. He would speak about their languages, but in a terrible American accent. <laughs> yeah, and be like, "Please correct me if this is wrong." And then his second, like every other episode, is him. Okay, so I said this incorrectly. This is how I should have said it. <laughs> it's like it's like in every other episode, like content versus corrections, content versus corrections. And I'm maybe I love that's it. the name. Yeah, content. Versus corrections. I think that if Christopher were going to do a podcast on his own, it would also be like a horror or true crime type of tease. But Chris would make it like super stupid and cheesy, like super cheesy. Like, All right. So he would be like, OK, so the Zodiac murderer, I'm going to tell you about this in Yiddish and I might not know it correctly, <laughs> but this is this is. Exactly what the Zodiac Killer did, but in Yiddish. And then he would say it all in Yiddish. (laughs) That's exactly what I'm going. Yes. Yes. He would constantly be correcting himself. But like, I think even the corrections would also be planned out too. (laughs) They would be. It's content versus corrections. Most of what I said actually wasn't words. Um... (laughs) (laughs) For real. All be languages I don't know. Like, my resume says I'm fluent in French, but don't test me. John Wayne Gacy in Afrikaans. Bitch, I would die. (laughs) I would die. Girl, you'd get canceled so fast. (laughs) Oh, my God. Katie. Katie. Katie, you don't listen to podcasts, but, like, what do you... Katie's would be about rabbits. Why are we even talking about this? Katie's would be about rabbits and cleaning. That's We've true. already hit this. It's called Hey Girl, and it's about... <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm dead. Listen, <laughs> Pella Queens have gotten a very bad name in today's hey society. Girl. Hey Girl. 
Hey, girl. But that's not all of our identity. And I think that calling someone a pillow queen kind of diminishes them. I mean, I feel that if the person's okay with it, then we... We have completely talked over Katie this entire time. Katie, do you have a voice? I don't know anymore. I'd like to talk about a dream I had once. (laughs) 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 Like, Katie, what do you find yourself watching on YouTube quite often? Well, I watch people take down media that I haven't watched or media that I've started watching, and I'm trying to decide if I want to keep watching it. Like, you know, there's just so much content out there that if something's, like, racist or sexist or, like, homophobic, like, I'd rather just see a review of that and then be like, it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. So... Stuff like that. I'm also interested in, like, permaculture and, like, trying to grow, like, food in my apartment. I think that might be cool. So definitely, like, a pioneer woman re-drumming. Definitely, like, a self-help DIY type of tease. Yeah. Yeah. I could definitely see you, like, well, I don't, I have never fixed an engine. So let's go on this journey together. And then you, like... (laughs) Have a five-part series on how to, like, repair an engine. Yeah, like, how to change a starter. Yeah. I fixed my friend's spare tire by trying to stare at it and watch YouTube videos in the cold until a man came along and uh, did it for me. (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) Well, Katie, I would watch or I would listen to a, a podcast of you being like, listen, I'm every woman and or I'm every person. And some of us don't know these things. And this is what we're exploring today. How to whittle. Yeah. Like, what is involved in whittling? What's the history behind whittling? I would listen to your podcast on that kind of stuff. I Yeah, will how to put a button say, back on. I will say yeah. that I definitely um, was watching this this contest series on Netflix. And it's a glass blowing competition. And I did, like, yeah. for a split second, think of Katie. Like, I was like, Katie would want to learn how to glass, blow glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> but I can also picture Katie blowing glass. Definitely, like, I definitely see you being, like, a renaissance woman. So, like, using a, a, a way to churn butter without using milk. <laughs> right. But also just, like, one of the big criticisms of cottagecore is it's like it is super colonist right like the idea that you own this one piece of land and you can like exploit it to your own like there's no community Mm -hmm. a lot of the time in there like and so i don't want to get trapped in that idea of it's mine i can do whatever i want with it like the idea of this is already here this isn't ruining anything like that's where the whole idea of like permaculture comes in and living like with the land instead of taking from it right also just a heads up uh we've hit the 30 minute mark of Mm -hmm. this circle jerk that is us talking about ourselves well and i (laughs) love it i love it you're welcome transition time (laughs) what was the podcast I forget the transition for the last episode. Who's dating uh, Janelle Monet? What? Uh, what's her name? The Tina? one that played no. in Thor, the Valkyrie. Yeah. Oh my God, hold on. Tessa Janelle. Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson, Jesus Christ. That's our transition point again for this episode. Tessa Thompson. But let's continue with our story. So, when we last <laughs> left off, you guys were reintroduced to the Booty Pirates 
via ship battle. Jet mm-hmm. is now proficient in ship weaponry and can fire ah. from the ship and steer the ship, I guess. I guess I gave you full reign on the ship now. Yeah, um, I'm actually high-key proud of myself for uh, that nautical battle. <laughs> yeah, Jet's now like a, a bosun or whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Yeah, Jet's part of the weaponry <laughs> crew. Good for you. I get a hat. You do get a hat. Sure. Get a hat. You get a hat. Tara is still the interim first mate. And you guys just beat the pirates and are about to start looting the ship, even though I think Tara's already taken a couple things. Yeah. Oh, and you did terrorize that pirate man by tattooing his... No, don't include all of us in this. I threw that thing over the edge. And I was not a part of that either. Yeah. No, Jet has just... There's so much anxiety and so much adrenaline and, like... You know that manic feeling you get after you pull something off that you really don't think you really should have been able to pull off and no one's questioning you on it? And you're like, I literally am God. This is where she is right now. (laughs) Yeah, you just need to (laughs) tattoo someone's face. (laughs) Yeah, dog murderer. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's called closure, okay? There's no therapy. (laughs) That's exactly. It was some closure for Jet, hopefully. Or she's just going to be turned up all the time. <laughs> I didn't even fucking recognize my dog. <laughs> so she's got a big pirate hat and uh, has tattooed a man. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now there's a chest on the pirate boat. And we're going to start this episode with uh, Captain Ramses instructing his crew to start looting the pirate boat. Uh, Eve walks up and says, uh, Captain, Captain, if you will, it seems that we pulled off most of the brunt uh, work, the grunt work, if you will. <laughs> if we could have first dibs on looting the ship, it would be most appreciated. Thank you. The loot from a ship goes to the captain to divvy out first. And while you did your job as the crew of this ship, I do appreciate that and you will be rewarded for it but any gold goes to the captain to divvy out along with the officers. Uh, this wasn't like in our agreement. My ship, my code. I don't know if there was an agreement. This is all I, I should gotten a prenup. Literally, I was going to turn around and look at y'all and be like, uh, what, uh, do, do, I, do I go black? <laughs> it's a ship's code <laughs> that the captain divvies out the loot amongst the crew. Well, I believe Tara was already downstairs with some mystery uh, chest. Uh, yeah, there is a chest involved. Yeah. So is Ramsey's outside? What did, or am I just like whacking at this chest? I mean, if you want to whack at the chest, go for it. Could I just try and open it? Yeah, it is locked at least. It's got a lock on it though. How heavy is it? It's, it's a medium lock. It's not a super hefty lock, but it's not something you can at least pry apart with your hands. Okay. I, I guess I'm carrying it outside because I think that Benny could probably pick it. I mean, if, if you're putting it in the line of sight of Ramses, he's going to expect it to go straight to him. And you're being, I mean, you're one of the first mate. You're the first mate, so you're one of the officers involved with this. So he's really expecting you to be on his side. I mean, I'm not not on his side. Yeah, if Jed is seeing Tara come up with the box after Ramses has been like, I decide everything, it'd be like the whole, like, just don't, stop, no, backwards. Yeah, did Tara hear the I decide everything? If you were below deck, no. Okay, then I guess I just come out with the chest. Does Ramsey see this? Let's do an odd even roll for that. No, not yet. 
Okay, great. I'm going to say, I'm going to notice that Tara has the chest and hoping, because I saw, I guess I saw Jet like kind of shooing uh, Tara uh, or trying to get her attention. I'm going to look at Ramsey's and I'm going to say, um, I hate to be difficult, if you will. But if I do quite so remember, the only reason why you are captain of this ship is because your life was saved by the likes of us. So if you would please do us a large favor and allow us to go first, we will be the ones to um, investigate the ship as well as bring up all spoils. Make sure that you are able to view all of these spoils. We just have first dibs. My expectation was you were going to help the crew loot the ship and bring everything on board. But you want to look at everything first? Yes, thank you. Great. I'm glad we're on the same page. Like magic traps and stuff, you know? Yes, I I do believe that us being injured is not nearly as uh, troublesome as one of your loyal and most useful crew members becoming injured. Can we, like, make a charisma or, like, persuasion check with, like, a help or something? Like, like super disadvantage. Okay. Okay. I'll roll. Persuasion with disadvantage, then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's, okay, that's the first roll. Okay. Come on, mama. <gasps> okay. Um, I rolled a 24 and a 26. Ooh, girl. <laughs> if you are good to mama. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, it's one of my favorite songs from Chicago. And specifically what I'm saying is, is we would go make sure that like there's nothing dangerous, rack up all the loot that we can and bring it back to him. Like we would not take anything yet, but we would have right. first dibs reciprocity so do you want the like any other members of the crew to be helping you during this or do you want the four of you to just go do this on your own is there anyone that we is there anyone that we've been questioning y'all but i like daisy daisy you want daisy daisy's there she's still wearing her two-piece apron and isn't benny like (laughs) would you like to hear benny's yeah i would like to hear what benny has to say benny's fucking paranoid maniacal (laughs) would you like to hear it What's Benny got to say? I don't know if we could stop Benny. <laughs> okay. Go ahead with your rambles. Let's... So Benny walks up to Eve and goes, okay, um, so I have uh, quite a bit of notes on everybody in the crew, if you're asking about that. Um, so free hands. Uh, he, he smokes a lot of weed. Uh, he sleeps by um, hanging his hands, like hanging from his hands, and he sleeps that way. Um, he basically, everything that, that his actions tell me is he just kind of goes along with whatever people tell him to do. Like, he's here for the hang, right? Sloppy Tim, he does not wash his hands. He is evil. Daisy, while I was doing, um, you know, kind of recognizance and stuff like that, uh, she sleeps on her side, but not facing the doorway. She's not worried about being attacked. She has to be the mastermind of Mick. Um, that's it. End of story. Daisy's the mastermind of Mick. Um, but sending this message with this pirate here, 
I think it's going to send a message to her too. Um, Ramses, uh, he's he's kind of weird. He I think that he just wants to be a captain. Uh, that's basically it. Um, Porky, Porky is interesting. Porky, he has two paintings of owls in his uh, room. He sleeps naked um, on his back with his socks on, though. Um, he has to worship Mayak, right? Right? I mean, that 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 just screams Mayak. And honestly, he's probably Daisy's right-hand ma- man. Um, he's definitely um, dedicated to the cause. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think we all agree that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think that's the most I've ever heard Benny talk where like she's not apologizing like no I mean it's it's all accurate because I, I definitely stayed up all night uh doing reconnaissance and just like checking everybody out you know just for the good of us just for the good of of the team right for, to fight against me because you know not all religions are equal Jeff's gonna pat Benny's shoulder really gingerly and just be like yeah thanks Benny yeah, whatever I can do. So what it seems like is the further Benny goes into delusion, the more sure she is. I feel like that sounds about right for like... Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. But well, bless your heart doing all this research. Uh, do you want to go take a nap? You said you haven't slept yet. We could do the ship while you go rest a bit. I haven't slept yet, but I just want to make sure that we did get the tattoos on his body that warned the booty pirates to quit messing with Mayak and to quit going after us, right? We got that on there, right? Right, Jet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not my first priority. I will, like, uh, admit that there are a lot more other warnings on there, but that is definitely included somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a cat with an X on it, and make sure that we're warning Anamik that we're coming for her uh, that she can't fool us, right? Right, right? She can't fool us. Nah. Okay, then I'm good. I'm good. You know what? These people don't have any power over us. Look at us and look at them. Uh, Tara has a fucking... Tara has an entire sword skirt. Sword <laughs> I think they're all scattered all over the floor, but... They cannot mess with us. I guess what are you recommending to them then, Benny? Because you said a lot. And also nothing. Benny is literally just giving information and saying, well, you can take from that what you need. You're welcome. Is she saying this loud enough so that the crew can also hear? No, she's saying it to Eve, preferably not to where the crew can hear. But if they can hear, then they can hear. She's not super worried about it. She's just saying it in a normal voice, normal level voice to Eve. And she doesn't care if anybody else is around that can hear it. That she's watched them sleep. Yes. <laughs> Great. And <laughs> she knows exactly who they are. Yep. So, like, you don't want any of your crew alone on the ship with her. Like, so I think it's best for just, like, HR, health and safety, <laughs> like, that we check magic traps and all the stuff first on the other ship. Well, you take it easy and get ready to inventory and, like, divvy up. I mean, the roll was good enough that I'm not going to fight it. 24 even as a low is really good. Ramses will allow you. All right, fine. If, if you're going to go on first, you can take whatever crew you like. 
but all loot must come to the captain. And first mate, I do expect you to bring everything to me. We will then divvy it up amongst the officers and give it out to the crew. Oh, of course. I appreciate your support in the disposal of the booty pirates. So thank you for that. Of course, of course. Great. And I'm going to start walking onto the other ship. Uh, it was our pleasure. If you wouldn't mind, could, could somebody collect all these swords? I need to go help with this ship. Ramses will snap his fingers and one of the crew members will start collecting swords. Oh, wow. So efficient. And I'm guessing put them back in your quarters. Sweet. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's the first mate room, the big one, the, the large room with the full size bed. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Got it. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, huh. Sword and sword. Mm-hmm. And he's saying sword with you 20 picks up because that's what this character does. <laughs> and it's going to do it for everything now. His name's Counter. Counter. Character trait narrates his own life. But before we continue with whatever we were about to do, I get to thank some of our patrons. I haven't decided where we're putting this in the episode yet, so that's my seamless transition. Ooh, smooth, so soft. Anyway, uh, I want to thank two of our newest patrons, Mark and Samantha. Thank you both so much. Hope you are enjoying the episodes and polls and dice. Actually, I think, Samantha, yours dice are going out uh, as soon as my shipping department wakes up. Yeah. So, yeah, enjoy all that. If you want to check out our Patreon, it's patreon.com slash rollgayroleplay. Super easy to find. But before we get back to our episode, if you want to consume more gay content, here is one of our friends at the Be Gay Roll Dice Network. Come listen to Dice or Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. All right, so you four can enter onto the pirate ship. Tara, you already have the box i'm guessing you tried to hide it once eve distracted them yeah i guess as soon as i got like the look from jet and the distraction from eve i was gonna like minor illusion something cool i don't know sack of flour or something sack of flour it is why not yeah something way dumb so then you guys can start searching this ship let's do an investigation check see what you find okay fabulous investigation that's a zero. Oh, God. Okay. Ooh. Oh, shit on my oh, face. Oh, I should probably do it on d and yeah. I got an eight. Eighteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're on, you're doing on D&D Beyond, too. Okay, cool. I got a 15. She got an eight. So, there was two things to find. So, the top two rolls will get something out of this. Yes. Um, but you do find a ton of food, flour, plenty of flour sacks. That's probably why Tara thought of it. Um, nice. I think I said that there were booty pirates always have dank memes on them. So you found some dank memes there too. Um, a lot of crew stuff, you've weapon or uh, ammunition for the weapons on the ship. So jet, something super important to you. Okay. Um, you did find the chest, which we can address after this, but the two items that you found, let's see, jet had the highest roll. So I'll let jet, uh, or Katie, you can tell me which one of these you want. And then Tara can find the other one. Okay. 
So what you found is a potion of growth, and then you also found a moon sickle. It's like an orange creamsicle, except moon. The moon it's moon right. flavored. It's moon flavored. <laughs> Blue cheese. <laughs> um Do I know anything about these two things? Like Yeah, so you know that a potion of growth, I would I would say that one's easy enough. A potion of growth basically means that you can enlarge for a 1d4 hours with no concentration required. Okay. So when you drink it, you gain the enlarge effect. And then the moon sickle. Which that's what Jet needs is just to be larger. I know, right? Yeah. And then it's a plus two moon sickle. So it's just a silver bladed sickle that tastes like the moon. (laughs) Perfect for (laughs) druid and rangers. Okay. Um, I'll go with the enlarge spell. I have a lot of weapons. Cool. Then you have a potion of growth, and Tara, you found a moon sickle. A plus two I moon got a sickle. Rock. You got a rock. Okay. Uh, but then you do have this chest to deal with. Uh, it is locked, as I said, so handle it as you see fit. I'm going to stick the moon sickle in the keyhole and wiggle it around. Uh, it, it moans. Uh. Okay. I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> I mean, if you want to roll lock picking with that, go ahead. Hell yeah. I don't. I think that's a dex check. Ooh. Sure. Do you have thieves tools? No, I don't. Okay. Just, you could have added your proficiency bonus to it is why I was asking. Ooh, do I have thieves tools? Yeah. (laughs) Great. Ask and answer. (laughs) Can I try? Uh, Yeah. Tara, you see Tara whittling around. She does terrible. She only got an 11 and uh, she goes, it's, it's unpickable. It's the world's most powerful lock. Good thing I am the world's most powerful ship master right now. Jet says. (laughs) She fixes her hat a little bit. What is your hat? She's going to swagger up. When did you get a hat? Uh, I stole it from a pirate that I killed. What's it look like? uh, Very big and very ostentatious. It's, uh, you know, the Captain Hook hat? Yes. Like, it's a big old pirate hat. She feels uh, very swanky. Love it. Would that be Dex, right? Yeah. Yes, Dex, and then add your proficiency. All these words, it makes it sound like I read the rules at one point. So I have a plus four proficiency bonus. That's a dirty 20, baby. Yeah. Okay. Well, then you definitely pop that lock open. Oh, yeah. Uh, So inside, you found a ruby ring. It's a heart-shaped ruby. So, you know, somebody got it for somebody. Nobody buys heart-shaped jewelry. Nobody wants (laughs) heart-shaped jewelry. People buy it. People buy it for other people. And the recipient don't want it. Yes. So, yes, heart-shaped ring. Obviously a gift. And then 1,200 gold pieces. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. That's enough to buy a bag of holding. <laughs> we already have, like, 19,000 gold. I only have 130. <laughs> Tara's been looking at a sack this whole time. <laughs> I mean, is Tara going to stitch? <laughs> I feel like we should leave the gold in there since we have a lot, and he's going to think that we stole. So we're just going to take the tacky ring? And you can leave the ring in there too. I don't. I don't want it. Eve sees that ring and wants it really badly. <laughs> um, but because Eve is a paladin and just now is starting to actually care about other people, Eve is not going to take it but persuade the captain to give it to him. Oh, interesting. I okay. mean, if you just flirt with the captain a lot, he might give it to you anyway. Or you can just kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, definitely have to get the character sheet up now. Okay. Eve's back. 
you just said now that I'm starting to care about people and then immediately went to death. Right. One eye is white. One eye is black. <laughs> um, look, until I don't get what I want. Do I, I see all this stuff and I say, yes, it seems that we have come across the spoils of war. Let's keep it in the box and bring it to the captain. And then we will divvy it up accordingly. I do suggest that if you have uh, money on your person, uh, is we should, oh, you know what? Should we just lock it back up and then pretend like we don't? Yeah, that's what we'll do. I suggest that we lock this box back up and pretend like we never opened it so that there will be no room for folly, fally, or fiddle uh, whenever the captain sees this. Okay. <laughs> Does anybody know how to reverse lockpick? Benedetta? I could, uh, I can make it look that way and at least, uh, convince somebody that it was always that way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm confident in that. That it's always looked this way pretty. and this is locked. Then let's do a deception check for that. Yeah. Fabulous. Absolutely. Deception. Oh, <laughs> Benny has a plus 12. Jesus <laughs> fuck's sake. How do we ever know you're telling the truth? Interesting. Um, yeah. So uh, with a 23, yeah, this lock's always been locked. Nobody's ever touched it before. That's weird. It's been locked since the beginning of time. Who locked it? The gods. The gods of who? Hmm, who knows? Benny ex- exhales and like the carbon dioxide is lying. Like, I love this. <laughs> yeah. Well done. You've got a locked up chest again. This is so locked. That it's always been locked. Looks exactly untouched. This way. What fabulous. Uh, and so Eve picks up the box and Eve begin walks begins walking off the ship. Was there anything else? Were any were there any like bolts of cloth or like fine sheets or anything? There was some, yeah. I want that. Tara wants to look for like any sensitive documents or something that like like a sheet of paper that might not have wanted to be found. Okay. Maybe Let's deal with your bolts of for. fabric. What what fabric? I mean, uh, booty pirates, they're going to have black, white, and I think we said blue at one point. Do any of those colors interest you? All of them. I'm taking all of it. Great. You've got black, white, and blue fabric. Have fun with it. <laughs> As for any pieces of paper that didn't want to be found, you found a love letter. What's it say? What's it say? Making it up on the spot. do 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 I'm going to read a letter. Worst love letters. Dear darling, you've asked me to stop writing these letters. You've told me this will never change things between us, but I can't. Darling, I can't just let you go. Even Darth Vader, an evil Sith Lord, couldn't leave his son to die at the end of Return of the Jedi. You make me feel so safe, so warm. I want to crawl up inside you. Like Luke Skywalker uh, crawled up inside his tauntaun to protect no. himself from the sub-zero temperatures of Hoth, where the Rebel Alliance was hiding from the Galactic Empire. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> I'm fucking disgusted. Um, I hate it. Disgusted. It, uh, I, it, is this the letter we're settling on, friends? Is that Yeah, that's the letter. Okay, I take the letter and I begin wow. walking off the ship. Uh, Penny tries to stop you from walking off the ship. Well, oh I mean, God. walking off the ship onto the old, our, until our actual ship. 
Oh, okay, okay. Fucking swam dives right into the ocean. Just murdering yourself. Like I have, this is where Eve gives up. I have the fabric, and I have the um, I have the fabric, and I have all of the uh, the chest and stuff. So I want to walk onto the ship, and I'm just going to uh, put it. I'm going to put all the stuff that I have down in the middle of the deck. Atira also drops the sickle onto the pile. All right, I'm not dropping a potion. You didn't. You weren't seen by anybody. You guys went over there alone. So right, that's yours. Then it's fine. Uh, Cool. Ramses will say. Thank you for all of that. Not a bad haul. The crew will put all of the ammunition and food downstairs. Officers, please join me at the top deck for the gold distribution. Uh, Tara, if you could grab that chest. Uh, uh, Tara picks it up and turns to the group and goes, oh, well, if you'll excuse me, there's a, an exclusive meeting that I had. A, I'm so sorry. Uh, Captain, is there anyone on your ship that is experienced in weaving fabrics? I believe our chef, Daisy, does some sewing, yes. Well, fantastic. What I'm going to do, what I would like to do, is I would like to learn while we're going to be, since we're going to be on the ship for a long-ass time, I would like to learn how to start sewing clothes. That's great. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, but Benny hears, Benny hears that, uh, Eve and Daisy are going to be spending a lot of time alone. And she's like, well, um, yeah, I think maybe I should join. You know, you could always just use a third person um, to give feedback, you know, on sewing. Oh, how does Jet feel about them spending time together? <laughs> as long as, as I do, if I do recall, uh, Yes, Daisy is also a fantastic chef. So while I am learning how to sew, you can learn how to cook. How fantastic. Huh, yeah, and we'll definitely watch out for each other, right, Eve? Um, because, you know, Daisy, uh, uh, I think that you're probably possibly a good person, but also, um, I know how you sleep. Uh, <laughs> and it's concerning. Oh my god. I do not know what that means, but okay. Yeah, you don't seem to be afraid of anything. Well, we've... Uh, Jet's gonna start dragging uh, Benny away from this conversation. And I'm going to, like, link... I'm gonna link arms with Daisy and be like, we're best friends. And I'm going to um, drag her down so that she can teach me how to sew. D'accord, let's go. And Benny winks at Eve, thinking that this is a plan within a plan. (laughs) Oh my god, this fucking psycho. I love Benny losing it. This is this is great. Uh, so while all that's going down, Ramses will take uh, furry hands, sloppy Tim, Daisy, not Daisy. I guess Daisy's not joining. Uh, Porky, sloppy Tim, furry hands, and Tara up to the top deck. Ramses will take one of his daggers and jam it into the lock and just break it open. Pops open the gold and starts counting it out. The last captain's rules were a little bit unfair to the crew. So I would like to discuss how payments are done on my ship. Our previous captain said that 50% of gold found goes to him. 25% is split among the crew and the other 25% is split among the officers. I find this quite unfair. What I have proposed instead is the captain will take 15% of the loot. 35% is split amongst the the officers, and the remaining 50 goes to the crew. So in this case, 
This is your cut. And he hands each one of the officers 70 gold pieces. Uh, how, how are you planning on splitting that ring? The ring is not something that I'm interested in, though if somebody is, I would be willing to give it to them in exchange for their share of the gold. Does it interest you? Uh, I, I do have a friend that was uh, looking for a new piece of jewelry, and he does love to collect body parts, so maybe. Oh my God. That is a strange thing to collect, but okay. You were more than helpful. You're free to the ring to pass to your friend. Well, thank you. As for the crew, I do need you all to pass the remaining gold out to them. He's going to divvy it out based on what part of the crew is under which officer. So, Tara, you will get 30 gold for Eve, Jet, and Benny. So you're given 90 gold to give to the three of them. As the crew finishes loading the boat and putting everything back, they all come back onto the deck with their coin purses in hand and just open their coin purses and stand there waiting. You can tell this is something that is customary to them. They know that when loot happens, they go get their coin purse, come out and accept their gold. Would Eve, Benny, and Jet join the line? Uh, Eve would not, no. Okay. Uh, no. Benny wouldn't either. All right. Uh, so then Sloppy Tim... Porky and Furry Hands will start passing out the gold to their crew members. Tara, you can feel free to do the same to yours. Uh, you can also tell that all the coin purses are slightly different. Some of them have, like, a pink bow on them. Some of them are just plain brown burlap. But, yeah, everyone's coin purse is kind of, like, personalized to them. Uh, Tara just looks at Eve and does, like, a coin toss of the ring to him. Oh, how wonderful. I had never seen such a ring before. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Where did this come from? You are so thoughtful, Tara. <laughs> what is this new? <laughs> Go with it. <laughs> I just, I saw it and it made me think of you. I figured that uh, I saw you see it in a dream and knew that you liked it. Oh, most exciting. Thank you very much. Um, Eve immediately attempts to put it on. Does it fit? It's a little big. Okay. It's big? It's a little big. Was it for an orc? Who the fuck? Okay, then uh. Eve <laughs> is going to do... Eve is going to rip a piece of the blue fabric. And if y'all, like, remember those, like, 90s girl commercials, like how they did their hair with the braid and they, like, put, like, the plastic in it, I'm going to tie the blue fabric... <laughs> Into like a few strands of my hair, and then tie the ring at the bo- at the end of it, and make a cute little cool. accessory. So I'm like very nice. giving very much '90s uh, teen bop kind of vibe. Yeah, Tara's gonna illusion some butterfly clips. <laughs> yes, I'm a ribbon <sighs> dancer. Perfect. Uh, do you give them their gold as well, or are you just holding it? I'm just going to hold it. I have like fucking 19,000 gold on me. Cool. All right. Ships loaded up. Do, 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 do. Next part. All right. So Daisy will return and collect her officer's gold. And you'll see her talking to Ramses up on the top deck. She's basically going through the inventory with him. Because I've decided she's in charge of fucking everything. Yes. Uh, so Ramses will come up to the four of you, dismiss the rest of his crew, Uh, You'll see a couple of the crew members go over to the pirate ship and just start preparing it to sink. Poking holes in it, 
making sure it goes to the very bottom. No one's using this ship ever again. What? But as that's okay. happening, mm-hmm. Ramses will say, the loot that was obtained is good. We still do have some supplies we need to get before we set off for your uh, endeavor with Yidis. Unfortunately, the closest port is still Shrek's work, and the ship cannot be seen there for the risk of our captain, former captain, being slightly less drunk. I don't want him wandering on this ship. I need at least one of you to go back to Shrek's work for me and collect some things. And Daisy will say, I will accompany you. I have a few ingredients to get and know exactly where to get them. So anyone willing to join me? Sounds absolutely fantastic. I, since you are, um, um, since you are now my mentor and I am under your tutelage, I think it would be most oh appropriate God. if I go with you. What is happening? Yeah, I'll, I will, I will go too. Yep, me, 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 Benny. You got it. <laughs> it seems like I have some company. This is good. Just lucky enough, the rowboat back to shore only fits three people. Oh, man. If only we had a ring of teleportation. I was going to say, Jet was, like, getting ready to put her hand up because she's polite and doesn't speak out of turn. (laughs) (laughs) But she didn't get her hand up fast enough, so she's just going to look kind of sad, but uh, she does want to make a note. To whom? To Benny, I need you to go check something for me. (laughs) Oh, wait. Are you trying to talk to your brother? Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was kind of oh, surprised no. you weren't fighting harder to go. Um, I can't like uh, swim. Um, um, okay. So I have an idea. In it, okay. Chris, tell me if this works. Yeah. So me and Spinny, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, yeah, let's not uh, go. But <laughs> what Benny's actually going to do? So she is going to use her fucking druid shit. Let's see. Can can she turn into any type of aquatic animal as a second level druid? Her wild shape. Anything that you've seen. And yeah. So I mean, she's seen a whale with two with four HP. Uh, you did see <laughs> Eve's shark as well. If you want to be a more dangerous animal. I did see Eve's shark. Shark. I can be shape for short. I can. I've seen the shark. Okay, right. I've seen a shark. They're they're like regular sharks, except they love lobster rolls. Except, yeah, they love lobster rolls. And I can be shape into a shark for like two hours before reverting back to my normal form. Can I do that? Can I like be like, oh, Benny's gonna stay aboard, but then Benny actually goes as a shark. Ah, so you want Jet to take your place on the ship with Eve and Daisy. On the boat. But you're going to follow behind as a shark. Yeah. Are you trying to do it stealthily or do you just want to go? I think that Benny would try to do... Benny would just go, go. Yeah. Do I know that you're going? Yeah, you would know. Yes, Benny would make sure that Eve and Jet at least knew she was there. Would she let... Would she let Daisy know she was there? Possibly. I think Tara seeing everybody get into this fucking boat and knowing that we're in the middle of the sea, it's going to take forever to row there and row back with supplies. Uh, she looks at 
Eve. He goes, now, wouldn't it be a little bit more efficient to uh, teleport to shore and back? Oh, no, I love the thrill of the adventure. <laughs> okay, well, I, I guess I'll just sit in my fucking room, I guess. Actually, Tara, I have a job for you. Tara, you could hop on top of me and I'll have this fin that's like a seat. Uh, as great as that sounds, and as much as I want to destroy the fine silks that I'm wearing, um, I've been told that there was a, a job for me here. Yes, we have a job for our first mate. This is the one tradition our former captain did that I will be keeping. The first night of a long voyage, we have a dance party. As first mate, it is your duty to plan the theme and decorate the ship. Yes, 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 yes. You have access to crew, of course, to assist you with anything you need, but we want to make sure that our first night at sea is a good one. I assume you can handle that. Uh, very much so. Tara, Tara's not, like, responding verbally. She's just got sparkles in her eyes. Oh, my God. Yes. Perfect. By the time you three come back from Shrek's work, we should be able to party and sail. Four. You mean four, right? Four. Yes. Wait, I forgot the Benny's shark. Benny's saying this in shark, in shark language? <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Benny can say it in, in, he, in common because of the necklace she's wearing. Are you a shark on the ship or are you in the water at least? <laughs> uh, I'm currently on the ship as a shark. Yeah. So we're going to just make this a normal conversation. You three and the new shark. Benny hops into the water. Perfect. <laughs> she can't breathe anymore. <laughs> Uh, the rest of you can get in the boat and start your way to Shrek's work while Tara decides how she's going to decorate this ship. And we'll pick up on that next week. Yeah, this is a good stopping point. And after this, once you guys come back from Shrek's work, this will be it. We're going to be on a boat for a few episodes, which means less voices for me. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to start using all these speaking stones. <laughs> well, perfect. Join us next time on Roll Game Roleplay for the continuation of our aquatic endeavor i'm chris the dm and you can find me on tiktok at chris drinks lemonade i'm tisha you can find me on instagram at the number one tish the number one i'm brandon you can find me on tiktok as well at blue cotton candy cosplay hi i'm katie you can find my rabbits uh on instagram at stenny underscore chicken you're so cute <laughs> hi i'm jonathan and you can find me on all social media social media but uh, TikTok's where I'm at right now, so go ahead and type in Saint Eve of Laurent and you'll find me. Is that a full saint or an ST? A full saint. Ooh. It's a full saint, baby. Nice. I love Jesus. Ooh. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Bye. 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 <laughs> LGBTQIA Actual Play Podcast Network.